John chapter 10. I want to preach the message tonight based on a drawing that I saw this week. I mean, it just blew me away when I saw this. And in one little simple thing, it just seemed like God spoke to my heart in such a strong way. And I couldn't get off my mind. I actually uh, was so moved by this that I almost switched out what I was preaching. Preach tonight while I preach this morning or wait till next week because I wanted to preach this tonight. But the Lord wouldn't let me, so we're just going to do what the Lord says. The John chapter 10, a very familiar passage of Scripture, and uh, uh, the Bible teaches us that Jesus Christ is the chief shepherd. Amen. Amen. And that we're, how, look at this. This is amazing. Two sets of glasses. Not, usually I don't have one, but I got two tonight. All righty. Boy, that's good. Okay. John chapter 10. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that entereth not by the door into the sheepfold, but climbeth up some other way, the same is a thief and a robber. But he that entereth in by the door is the sheep, shepherd of the sheep. To him the porter openeth, and the sheep hear his voice, and he calleth his own sheep by name, and leadeth them out. Don't you underline that? He leadeth them out. And when he putteth forth his own sheep, he goeth before them. He goeth before them. Watch this. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. And a stranger will they not follow, but will flee from him, for they know not the voice of strangers. This parable spake Jesus unto them, but they understood not what things they were which he spake unto them. Then said Jesus unto them again, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Look at that fine pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd giveth his life for the sheep. But he that is an hireling and not the shepherd whose own the sheep are not, seeth the wolf coming and leaveth the sheep and fleeth and the wolf catcheth them and scattereth the sheep. The hireling fleeth because he is an hireling and careth not for the sheep. I am the good shepherd and know my sheep and am known of mine. Now let's drop down to verse number 26. But ye believe not because ye are not of my sheep as I said unto you. Watch this verse. My sheep hear my voice, and I know them, and they do something. They follow me. And I give unto them eternal life, and they shall never perish. Neither shall any man pluck them out of my hand. My Father which gave them me is greater than all, and no man is able to pluck them out of my Father's hand. I want you to go back to the Old Testament, to a most beautiful piece of literature, probably in the entire world, Psalms 23. Psalms 23. And um, I want us to look at it tonight, Psalms 23. And then we're going to get right into this. And uh, I'm going to tell you tonight, I don't have an outline. I've got a few things written down. Uh, I don't have an outline. I don't know how this is going to go. I'm going to have people helping me preach this to illustrate this great truth that God showed me out of, from a drawing somebody did. And... Uh, and so just pray that it, God will lead it. And as long as you get the point, I don't care if, it look, if I look stupid, as long as everybody gets the point. All right. Psalms 23. Let's all read this together tonight. Let's read it together out loud. Let's begin. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. 
He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Preparest a table before me, presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over, amen. <laughs> my life. And I'll dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And the old boy said, I'll dwell, I'll dwell, I'll dwell, amen, in the house of the Lord forever. Well, tonight I want to preach a message entitled, Are We Fencing or Are We Following? And there's a great simple truth to this. uh, And a question I want to ask you, do sheep need fences or do they need to be taught to follow? This church historically has had large families trying to raise their kids for God. I've had families come here simply for the fact, hoping that they could get help and encouragement and strength in raising their children for God. They had a God-given desire to raise their children for the Lord and not to let the world get them. And uh, along with that, that godly biblical desire, but the devil will try to get you to do a godly biblical thing the wrong way. And so we're going to illustrate first of all tonight by having a a family come up here. Brother Josh, you want to bring all your sheep with you? And this is Mr. and Mrs. Shepherd and all their sheep. All right. And we're going to open the gate. And Josh, I want you to drive them in. And I want you sheep to scatter and run this way and run that way. Try to get away. Try to get away. Try to get away. There you go. Get them sheep. Get them sheep. Look at that. He's getting out. Already they found the hole. You sheep get in that fence right now. Beat them with that Bible. Beat them with the Bible. Whoa. Okay, okay, hold it, hold it. Just for our sake. You're doing, oh, poor little thing. I'm so sorry. Bless her heart. She's scared now. She'll never want to come to church again. Now, you all can come in there. And Mr. and Mrs. Shepherd, you stand on one side and you stand on the other. You have your Bible ready to beat them. Now, let's get this thing tightened up. Here, here, here. You got to get this thing fence tightened up. Bless God, Brother Josh and his wife. They're going to raise their children for God. Even if they have to get mad about it. And I'll tell you what they've done. They've built some fences. Amen. And I'll tell you that. Now, I want you kids to act up a little bit. Do you know how to act up? Act up a little bit. Would you act up a little bit? A hard time on demand. <laughs> uh, see, uh, I know he can act up. I went down to the bathroom in the gymnasium this morning, and there's somebody there shutting the lights off. <laughs> and it was that little rascal right there. Look at here. We got a sheep out. We got, we, we, we got a sheep out. Get them sheep in there. This is like you're trying to raise your family with rules. Good land to live in. They're all out. Now, here's the message. Okay, y'all can just do what you want to. A church, number one. We're going to talk about a church. We're going to talk about a family. 
A church can either be a fence church or it can be a following church. Hey, hey, don't leave. Please don't leave. Would you please, kids, please get in the corral and stay behind the fences? Now this mom and dad will beat you to death with their Bibles and the preacher will back them up. Oh, we're more coming. Okay. Now I'm going to tell you something. A church can be a fencing church or a following church. If you're not careful in our desire to raise our kids for God, we're building fences, but we're not teaching them to follow. And we, our kids grow up and we wonder what in the world happened. The problem was we were building fences. Now I'm going to tell you something. I know a little bit about cattle. I've been around cattle all my life. And a small corral like this can get nasty and bad fast. And I'm going to be honest with you. God never created sheep to stay in a little crowd all the time. And I'm going to tell you what I want in this church. God, God smote me with this little drawing. Now, by the way, we've got the brother Jim helped me. And you see the drawing here. Maybe some of them try to get over where you can see it. And here's this drawing. And you see, here's, here's daddy and there's mama. Can everybody see it? Can you all see it? All right, here we go. Here's daddy, here's mama. And they got their sheep fenced in. And they're standing on each side of the fence making sure them fence going to do right. By the way, if they don't do right, what's the result of that? Do you not know that if you don't keep your children fenced that it makes you look bad? Do you understand that? That you want to keep good fences up to your kids so you can look good. We want you to look godly. Yeah, make your daddy look good. That's why we got these fences. My kids stay in the fences. I'm going to tell you right now, we're going to lose our kids if all we do is build fences. If all we do is just build fences. Now, we don't do this, and 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 we can't do this, and we can't do that. We build these rules. Here's the funny thing about it. I've never felt that way from the time I started pastoring this church. 41 years ago, I never felt like that's what we was doing. But somehow or another, somehow or another, people gets it in their head, we're building fences. I had a man, a lady come up to me and said, Reggie, we're probably going to leave. We just don't feel like we can keep all the rules. And I, I thought, well, What rules? But they felt that way. They weren't, they weren't being mean. They, they were frustrated. We can't, we can't do everything you're preaching. I said, join the crowd. I can't either. But I said, we're trying to get to higher ground. Here's the deal. This is a picture of trying to raise your kids. Watch it. With godly standards without the spirit. Amen. And if your kids grow up in this church and they feel like that's their life, yeah. I want one of you to bust out. Just one. <laughs> there you go. Do you know what they're going to do? Watch this now. He's going to bust out. Watch us happen. We got another looking at the hole in the gate. Now you kids go, go ahead and start busting out. Some of you jump some other way. Whoa, be careful. Here's what's going to happen. They're making dad look bad, he said. Did you know the kids will pick it up? We're keeping all these rules that Reggie preaches to make mom and dad look good. Would you kids 
be quiet in church. You're making us look bad. Is everybody getting the picture? This was so profound. I looked at these two drawings and I'm like, that's it. That's the problem. That's the answer. And I'm telling you, Brother Phil, if I could go back as a daddy, that is not what I would do now. I would not try to build fences so my kids stayed within the fences and made me look good. You know, and I didn't have that. I, honest to goodness, Lord being my witness, that I never even run through my mind, oh, I want my kids to do right so they look good. But it could be perceived that way by the kids. And so we got all these, we build these fences. And the next thing you know, they're going to get to be 16, 17, 18. You're right. That's I'm done. I just don't feel like I was born into this world to live in a corral. Now, let me tell you something about fences. Fences are good. And there's a need for fences. That poor kid. Fences are necessary. Would you kids please? I'm trying to preach. Would you please get in your fence so I can hear the messages? Isn't that a good spirit? Isn't that, don't you like to go to church like that? Would you please straighten up? This is all about me, don't you know? Yeah. Right. Boy, I tell you what. Now that's a good bunch of sheep right there. And do you know something? At that age, they're probably going to just stay in the corral and probably do what mom and dad wants them to do. But, you know, they're looking over the fence. Yep. And the whole problem with this is they're not being taught to follow Jesus. Amen. So here's my message tonight. I'm not beating nobody over the head. I just want to suggest to you tonight that you strongly, strongly go home tonight and think about this. Lord, are we building fences in our family or are we teaching our children to follow the Lord Jesus Christ? Amen. Jesus said, my sheep follow me. God wants us to be a following church, not a fencing church. Our children, my goal is not up here. I'm not a pastor building fences to keep everybody within a church rules. Let me tell you where this came from. This came from a Amish man who had left the Amish. and 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 an Amish man told him after he left, he said, he said, listen, I, where in the Bible is it all these clothes that we're supposed to dress like this, that I'm supposed to have my hair cut like this, that my wife, if her, her bonnet has to be just perfect to suit the bishop. And, and, and if I go here to, over to Missouri, I can have a tractor. But if I go to Minnesota, I've got to, I've got to go back to my mule. Yep. And they've got all these rules. And I sit there and I thought, well, now, you know what? We're, we're, we're not Amish. But. If we're not careful, we're not even telling them why they're in the fence. Now, I'm going to say something right now, and I don't want nobody to raise your hand. Don't raise your hand. Don't even look like you're thinking. (laughs) But I want you to think. You kids, do not raise your hand, please. How many of you kids, you're sitting there and you're thinking, this is exactly how I feel. This is exactly how I feel. We don't do this, we don't do that, we don't do this, and we don't do that. 
And I don't even know why, really. And their whole focus is about the fence and the corral and the rules. Now, Tim, I want you to get up. And here's the opposite of this. This is, watch. This is a fence church and a fence family. But here comes a following church and a following family. Sure makes you look bad, don't it? Okay, Tim, now what you watch. Go ahead. Now, Tim, I'm going to warn you, there is the devil in this church. I ain't picked him out yet. You'll be it. All right, I want you to sneak around the back, try to get one of the kids. Don't, don't touch any girl, nothing like that. Of course, you know that. But I'm just saying, get, grab one of them boys and act like you're going to... I can't grab Tim. You get... <laughs> hey, you know, that's what the devil wants. <clears throat> hey, just go ahead. Just, just run real quick. I mean, sneak in by and do what you want to do. Now, Tim is leading... Watch this. Tim is leading his family. Now, I'm going to ask you all a question. Who do you think is the happier family? The following family. Both of them. Yeah. Who do you, no, seriously, who do you think is the happier family? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! I don't want no part of that guy. Not Thank you, buddy. I yes, appreciate sir. it. Now, he's leading his family. And he has a staff, a shepherd's staff. And that's to keep the wolves away and the devil away. Amen. But he's not fencing them. They're following him. Amen. And this is what God wants out of us. He wants our children to follow us as we follow Christ. And if I had it do all over again, sister, I wouldn't be messing my time building fences. I'd be saying, I'm going to teach these kids how to follow Jesus. And I'm going to, in order for me to teach them how to follow Jesus, I got to be following Jesus myself. And I'd be more concentrating on Reggie following Jesus so my kids could follow. And my kids wouldn't feel like that they were trapped in, what, are you, to be honest, I just want you to imagine they're going up and down these hills and across the creeks and they're seeing the flowers and they're, and they're having more fun. And some of you kids act like sheep, run and flip your, you know. Don't you know how to act like a sheep? Don't you ever see them little lambs going? I, in all honesty, which family is having more joy of life? Right there. The one who's teaching their children to follow, not those who are just trying to build fences. Does this make sense? Um, we're going to turn this over. I, and, and Don, believe it or not, I'm about done. Let's see if we can get, whoop. Watch out, kids. I might, don't want to dump this over on you. Thank you, brother. Yeah, turn it all the way around. <laughs> that didn't work good. <laughs> That's how my messages go. <laughs> All right, we're going to turn this. We're going to turn this dude around. Brum, brum. Okay, but here's here's the picture. Thank you. Let's just scoot it on down. Here's the picture of the father and the mother. Notice that they don't have a Bible and they're not running back there. That's pretty cute. And and they're not beating on their sheep. 
they've got a staff and that staff's not for beating on the sheep. It might be for correcting them, but that staff is for beating off wolves. Now watch this. He is, he is just as much, maybe more protecting his children than he is because he's got to be focused on them getting out of the fence rather than being focused on the devil. He's more worried about them getting outside the fence than he is the devil. Bothering. <laughs> you guys have been wonderful sports. I appreciate it. Dear sister, please have a seat. I feel so sorry for you. You can have. Haven't you guarded the fence long enough? <laughs> now, I'm just, we're going to go home. Let me see if I forgot anything. How many got the message already? Amen. Y'all got it? Well, let's go home then. Does that work? All right. We have a shepherd. God's not trying to build fences around us. He wants us just to follow him. And as we follow him, he guides us. He guards us. He protects us. We know his voice. There's comfort and there's joy. And I want to tell every young person in here. You don't know this, but I just want to encourage young people. If you will make up your mind that I don't need a fence. I don't need a fence. You know what would be wonderful? Your mom and dad would like to hear from you tonight. You knock on their bedroom door and say, Mom, Dad, could I talk to you a little bit? Say, yeah, come on in. What do you need? Mom and Dad, I just want you to know something. If God would be, give me grace, I won't need any fences. Because I don't want to be a fenced young person. I want to be a following young person. And I may need to crack on the head with the <laughs> stick once in a while. Now, I might need some guidance one in a while, and I'll sure need some protection. But mom and dad, I want to be a follower and not a fenced in sheep. In the Amish church, they have, it's pretty amazing how many, not only young people, but adults are trying to knock the fence down. They're just tired. I watched this Amish lady young lady who made the caps for the Amish women. Okay? I mean, they gave her the patterns. She made all the bonnets. But when her bonnet was put on, the bishop said, it's not right. You can't take communion. And if you can't take communion, you're in big trouble. See, with them. And this went on for years with this young lady. Oh, listen to me. And he, she came in one Sunday there. They have, every once in a while, they have these two Sundays, and one of them's preparing for communion. And uh, she, you know, as best she thought, she had everything right. And the bishop, she took it to the bishop, and he said, Oh, okay, now it looks good. When she got to church that Sunday, he walked by her and said, Not right, you can't take communion. Wow. Now I'm going to tell you the sad part. As a boy took interest in her, and he started paying attention to her, to, to her. And he talked to her in running off one night. She says by her own message, she said, I knew nothing about anything. And she said, I was taken advantage of that night by that young man. And he never spoke to me again the rest of his life. And there I was. Yeah. Busted out of the fence. Yeah. And then they, sh- then they shunned her for a while, certainly at the time. Yep. And 
if you kids want to do something good, watch the number three video on the romance of a Mennonite of an, of an Amish couple and how God lifted her out and took her life and just turned it into absolutely one of the most beautiful stories you've ever read, heard in your life. But her problem was they had built fences, but they had not taught her, taught her to follow. This message to me is the most important message I've probably preached in 10 years. I'm honest with you. Us adults, we want more joy. Get out of the crowd. Start following the shepherd. Hear his voice. And by the way, let's just do something really good tonight. Uh, Josh and Diane, I want to thank you. But I'd like for you now just to go get your kids. Open the gate. And take a walk around. Do you know how boring it is for a bunch of kids to sit in a crowd like that? (laughs) Sheep. (laughs) Hey, Josh, look behind you. (laughs) Did you know what those, watch this, watch this. The name of this church is Liberty Faith. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Liberty does not mean a license to sin. But it means a license to live within the boundaries of God's word in freedom and in joy. You see, it's not that they're just turned out to pasture and nobody watching out for them. Right. They're being led by a shepherd. And I just want to thank Tim. And I really thank Marcus for being the devil tonight. You know what? And the reason I wouldn't because the real devil wouldn't play himself. Yeah. I asked Don Zinn first. He wouldn't. So he had to fill in for... <laughs> I want to ask. Oh, you were <clears throat> I want to ask you a question tonight. We leave here. Is there any parents here tonight would say, "Dear God in heaven, I want followers and not fence pick kids." And if you want that, if you say, "You know what? I don't want to have to be guarding the fences and beating my children with the rules." I want them to learn to follow Christ out of love and devotion. And if you really want that, I'm going to do something I don't generally do. But I'm going to ask you to stand tonight as husband and wife and take your hands together and just spend a moment or two in prayer and say, Dear God in heaven, I want this message to change our family forever. Forever. That we will not be a family of fences. That we'll be a family that teaches our children to follow. And I'll tell you something I want you to do. I want you to pray for this preacher that I will not try to have a church that is building fences. Yeah, we're going to have separation. Yeah, we're going to try to follow the word of God, but not with the absence of the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, but God being my helper, this church is going to follow and not be fenced. And there's not, if I, if I have my way about it, there's not going to be a happier church in the United States Amen. than Liberty Faith Church. Amen. Why? Because we're following and we're not fenced in by a bunch of rules. So let's pray. And let's all stand right now together. We're going to be dismissed. Father in heaven, <clears throat> I believe, Lord, tonight that these parents that stood, I believe, Lord, they love you. I believe they love the children. And God, they're like me. They just, 
that want to accomplish the right thing with their children. But Lord, somehow or another in our fleshly wisdom, which is not wisdom at all, we think that if we build the fences, that'll get the job done. And Lord, I understand there's a fold and there's a door and there's a time for the sheep to be inside the fold. But Lord, you said that they'd go in and out and find pasture. And Lord, I can't believe that sheep ought to be kept in a fenced-in pen all their life. God, I'm asking you tonight to help these parents as they dedicate themselves to, to raising followers and not building fences. That you would help them in their desire for this so great of concept in Scripture. I want to thank you, Lord, for that man that drew that picture and illustrated that there's a difference between fences and following. And dear God, tonight I pray for this church, that this church, <coughs> Lord, would follow Jesus, our shepherd. And the Lord, that we would be attentive to his voice, that we would hear him, and that we would follow him. And Lord, I thank you tonight for the truth of your word. Deliver us from the fences and make us to be followers. In Jesus' name I pray, amen.